families, church, husbands, wives. It's all there in the latter part of the book of Ephesians chapter 5. The Apostle Paul gives us a, a rather interesting dialogue concerning the family, concerning its relationship to the church, uh, about how it all relates as Jesus Christ as being the head, the Savior of the church, as the man is the Savior of the family. It's a, it's a powerful teaching. And to top it all off, he says, and it's a great mystery. And uh, I have been intrigued by this passage of Scripture for years. Because first of all, I'm thankful for family. Uh, I'm, I'm a man who is blessed to be a part of a wonderful family. My mom and my dad, my three brothers, and of course uh, my wife and my children. And uh, we're just blessed. And uh, we, we believe in family. And uh, to me, to be a part of a, of a grouping of people like that where you love one another, you're committed to one another, you care for each other, and you have great, great, great times of fellowship. It's just a wonderful thing. And I thank God for that. And I know that uh, there are many families who are in disarray. And... Uh, the enemy of God has come in and he has done what he does. He's torn up. He's, uh, he's brought great harm and uh, uh, harmful relationships and people who uh, don't get along very well. And it's all a part of the diabolical plan that Satan has for destruction. Because I believe this, when you... You consider a uh, nation. Well, I'd say, well, that nation is only as strong as the family units that are in that nation. And what a tremendous attack there is against the family. Even to the point to where uh, government would come in and, and tries to tell you what a family is and they don't seem to have a clue. You see, here's the thing. God formed the family. He created a family. He, he made moms and dads, and uh, he gave us this uh, wonderful uh, ability to have children and to raise them in the, in the things of God. It's amazing how that uh, when a family is committed to God and, they, and they've, they've made that choice to make God number one in their life, how that God just helps that family to be able to grow and to flourish and, and just beautiful things happen. But so often, God is not even present at all. And uh, there's no need for God, no regard for God, because we've got too many other things that we've made our priority. And uh, those things don't seem to have the effect that having a relationship with God does. And so all of these things are things that we pray about. The Apostle Paul talks about it, and we'll talk about it later on this week as we go through this latter part of the book of Ephesians, chapter 5. This is Pastor Jack King with the Gospel on the radio broadcast.